these two hillbillies that chase down Ahmad. And I normally wouldn't be pejorative about where people are from, but fuck these guys. Like... Hi, everyone. Welcome to Black Ant, a candid conversation about racism, white people, and ways to move forward. I'm April. And I'm Jonathan. We're brother and sister looking to discuss how race informs important issues, current events, and what white people looking to make a difference can do. So on today's special episode, we, April and I thought it would be a good idea to get together and just sort of ruminate and discuss um, the uh, everything that's happening in the Ahmad Arbery case. Um, if you haven't heard uh, this uh, is the case of the young man who was out for a run in Georgia and was chased down and gunned down uh, by a father and son pair, both adult uh, men pair, um, who basically loaded up with multiple shotguns and multiple pistols and chased him down and, and killed him in broad daylight. Um, the video of that murder, which is very graphic and hard to watch, was just released recently and there's been an outcry um and the two men have been have since been arrested um but they're just this whole sort of collection of problems that that april and i both see with this and we wanted to sort of chat with each other about and we figured we would record it so april you've been following this case i'm sure yeah so what i i think what's one of the most important things to note is Ahmad Arbery wasn't shot yesterday. He wasn't killed a week ago. This was months. Right. This was over two months ago. Two, yeah. He was lynched in broad daylight. And we're only just now seeing, you know, some form of the beginnings of justice being brought um, and it's just, it. I, I struggle between being encouraged that okay, good, they they finally arrested the right. Michaels father and son, but like, oh no, they should have been arrested two months ago, when when this horrible crime actually occurred. It's just absurd to me, and and really disheartening that it takes us as a community being outraged for any action to be taken. Yeah. I mean, so it was, I think the count was 74 days. That is um, insane. Which is how, so meaning the, these guys were just free. They were walking around doing their thing. I mean, they're in Georgia, so they reopened from COVID. So they're doing their own thing, going to their, you know, uh, barber shops and grocery stores and just like normal people who haven't just murdered someone. It's absolutely wild. And what's crazy to me, April, is that this wasn't like, it wasn't like the police just saw this tape when it was released. And so they oh, rushed yeah. over to arrest these people. The police had this tape the whole time. Right. Um, yeah. It's had not it the day it was done. It I, was you know, someone wrote it much more, um, articulately then I'll say it but you know it's not the McMichaels weren't arrested because the police saw the tape they were arrested because we saw it right and were right. outraged 
they saw it. And, you know, I believe that there was an attempt to arrest these men in the beginning, but the district attorney said no. Yeah. And I want to walk through that. Sure. Um, just yeah. To give pe- just to give people a sense of the sort of, I think, legal side of this. It, so, right. So two district attorneys before this have sort of passed on bringing a case against these two men, even arresting them. So remember, it's just probable cause is what you need to arrest someone. So it's not like you have to prove the case just to arrest them. So the, this person is saying, no, there's not even enough probable cause for a number of reasons. Um, these two DAs said this. One, I believe dad worked, was somehow connected with the DA's office or worked as an investigator for the district attorney's office. So I think the first DA sort of said, oh, well, I have to, I can't, someone else needs to take this because he's, um, he, he's on staff here at the DA's office, which side note, I would assume is part of the reason he acted with such impunity in addition to his Mm -hmm. overall feeling that he just wasn't going to get in trouble for this because people don't get in trouble for this. Um, so that's one reason why the the DA stopped. The second is because they said that Ahmad fit a description of someone who had been breaking into houses in the neighborhood. So that gave them sort of reasonable um, enough suspicion to make what they what in Georgia is called a citizen's arrest. So a citizen, if they witness a crime being being uh, carried out can stop you and say, hey, you have to wait here. I'm calling the cops, you know, and sometimes that's used. Sometimes a gun is used for that. But for the most part, it's just a couple, usually men that sort of bear hug someone or put them on the ground until the cops get there. Um, So that was one thing that they said in their defense. And so I think that was something that the prosecutor said, well, okay, fair. We won't arrest you, which is insane that that is. He just sort of took them at their word for that. So (laughs) my question is, if so, the Michaels have been arrested, say they're tried and found guilty of murdering Ahmad. Is there any recourse taken against the two first district attorneys who passed on this case? Yeah, so because it seems like just a gross miscarriage of justice and that just a like an absurd. Just a blatant disrespect for the law, so, and I feel like you can't just be like that as a district I attorney. Answer that, but let me. I'm gonna. There are more reasons that they gave okay. so that why, that uh, that these people were not arrested first. The I think the last one is that they, under Georgia's stand your ground law, um, they had every right to kill Ahmad because he was attacking them. You'll see in the video he is he grabs the gun and he sort of is swinging at the one guy. Um, and so right. he was attacking, attacking, attacking two men who had loaded guns pointed at me, who, who I'm had attacking guns, them who had, who had, who had hunted him, me down, saw him dr- uh, run by, got in their car and chased him down. So it wasn't like he came to their house, you know, and was attacking them. It was, they chased him down with loaded guns. I just... And so, you know, to me, those are bullshit reasons to pass on something. So to answer your question, can now the, if these people are found guilty, can the process, so I believe the state has stepped in and is charging them as opposed oh, to the local good, Georgia D, DA's oh, right. The state of Georgia. Great. Um, run by governor Brian Kemp, who stole cool. the election from Stacey Abrams. Anyway, we're going to keep going. Um, y- you know, 
can these prosecutors, the first prosecutors, be held accountable? Probably not, because the thing that they will say is, one, prosecutors have wide-ranging latitude and discretion of who they charge. They don't, they don't have a mandate to charge people, I don't believe. Um, and judges don't like to get in front of that. And second is they're saying, they'll probably say, well, he's charged now. So what, the harm was what, 74 days of them not being charged? What is your harm? What, what law did we break? And what right. damage did you suffer because of it um, from like a civil suit? Um, so I don't know. I'm not, of course not um, optimistic that that would happen. But that's even, I'm not even optimistic that these people, w- that the two killers will be found guilty of anything. Um, but we'll see. Um, April, I want to touch on, you mentioned sort of uh, casually <laughs> that this was a lynching. Um, and I think yeah. that that takes people aback because of what they think a lynching is. So why do you call this a lynching? Well, I, I mean, I'm thinking back to, well, I call it a lynching because it is. Um, right. And <laughs> so Sorry, that was a, it's a, it's a semi-rhetorical question. I just want right. you to, I just want you to tell me why you did, why you call it that. So everyone knows. <laughs> yeah. So I, I see a lynching as uh, a group of people or a single individual, whatever. Um, I think people usually think of hangings as lynchings, but who are, who play uh, officer, jury, and executioner um, and kill someone for whatever reason that they happen to have on their mind one day, maybe for a crime they think this person committed. And that's exactly what happened here. They, these, these three men thought Ahmad had broken the law. They decided to, quote, arrest him, try him, and execute him in broad daylight yeah. with no regard for anything so, else. So that's what a lynching is. So, you know, Emmett Till is a, is an example that most people know, this young boy who was alleged to have uh, whistled at or said something, hey, baby, to a white woman. We, we later know he did not actually say that. She made it up. Um, but because he did that, um, was his house was broken into at night and two men took him out of his home, beat him, dragged him behind their truck, killed him and threw his body in a river. Um, that's a lynching. Um, that's one of the most famous lynchings, notorious lynchings in the country. So, but there was no hanging involved. Um, right. It's, it's putting someone to death because of a perceived wrongdoing by sort of vigilante mob justice. Um, and it's most like it's most often done in this country by white people toward black people. Um, some white people have been lynched in, over the history of the country, but it's often because they were out marching with black people to try to get uh, secure, secure voting rights and, and things of that sort. But um, so I think it's, it's a point to it is a important point to call it out as a lynching um, and. I spoke, April, you saw the video. I spoke with uh, Al Jazeera the other day, and that was my, I said to them in the beginning, look, I'll, I will give you some sort of historical context about this, but I'm going to be calling this a lynching and referring to it as such, because that's what it is. And there's no reason to whitewash it, to 
make this more palpable for people because it's not palpable for us. I look, I was looking up stats the other day, um, for cross racial, um, convictions of murder rates. And it's just there, especially in the South, white people are rarely convicted of murders with black victims. It's just, Mm. it's not common. Um, and we know how often it happens, especially, um, throughout this nation's history. April, I think I looked up the other day, um, I was doing, I was writing something up about the death penalty generally. Um, and, I would point our use. I would point our uh, listeners back to our episode with Hannah Riley, by the way, um, which was really good. Um, maybe we'll repost that. Um, but I was looking up stuff for the death penalty, and I found that in Louisiana, April, as of 2015, no white person had ever been given the death penalty for killing a black person. Cool. And right, morons like, so, will think you're saying no white person has ever killed a black person. Correct. Right. No. Which and, is just, and, that's and what's so crazy would, here because that's so obviously clearly not the case. And morons would also say that I'm advocating for white people to get the death penalty. I'm not. But considering I'm, all the lynchings, yeah. think of all the lynchings that took place in Louisiana. Yeah. You're advocating for started. equality under the law. Right. That's. I don't think anyone should be brought to death by the death penalty. But if we have laws in place, they needed to be acted out equally. And, and well, right. So and it's sort of a it sort of compounds the reason. One of the reasons I don't think people should be put to death is because it's not applied even handedly. Right. So exactly. Aside from the moral, like, I don't think the government has the right to kill people. Um, I mean, that in terms of war, I mean, that in terms of retribution for crimes, Um that aside, if we're going to do it, like you said, we don't do it even handedly. So you mean to tell me no white person has ever done anything in Louisiana that warrants the death penalty? Are you fucking kidding me? Yeah, that's just absurd. So I want to get back to Ahmad. So this is we've seen this, right? This is Trayvon. Yeah, this is what this is exactly what George Zimmerman did. He saw this young black boy who must have been making trouble because he had his hood up um and he chased him down there's there's audio of of zimmerman calling 911 these people called 911 before they left too mm-hmm. um and they said they were going to go apprehend someone and you know with george zimmerman the 911 person's like no don't like please stop don't apprehend him <laughs> like you're if, if he's not coming toward you you shouldn't be going after him right um and then we all know what happened with with the Trayvon Martin case. You know, George Zimmerman was fa- George Zimmerman walks free today. Um, oh my gosh, he's yeah, yeah a monster so of a he's, person. Just he's trash. Yeah. Um, and so I, you know, I'm not. This is the same with Emmett Till, right? Charges were never brought against his killers. This is the same with uh, you know Amadou Diallo, who was gunned down by police in New York. He was shot, what, like 40 times or something back in mm-hmm. the early 90s. This is the same as, you know, Eric Garner, who was choked out in New York. By, these are by police. You know, it's it's a, it's mm-hmm. a tick worse for me when it's a government actor that's doing it as yeah. opposed to these two hillbillies that chase down um, Ahmad. And and I normally wouldn't be pejorative about where people are from, but fuck these guys. Like, yeah. um, we're from Mississippi, so I can call people hillbillies. Um, um, but it's, th- it doesn't matter. I mean, you know, yeah, it's Walter if Scott it's, if it's in the, North Car- right. in 
South Carolina. If it's the cops, if it's the vigilante neighborhood people, if it's the neighborhood watch guy like George Zimmerman considered himself a wannabe cop, you know, um, I'm not confident because they're never held to account. You know, it's not this go. This takes me back to the days of the active KKK back in the especially during Reconstruction, where cops were KKK members and KKK members were cops and KKK members were neighborhood watch people. So these are all the same people, just some of them worked for the government, some of them didn't. So that's sort of how I see this. Mm -hmm. Um, I mean, I think it's important to note, though, that like not as openly and freely living out their KKK lives, but Klansmen are cops now. Correct. So that's not a thing of the past. Well, there, are cl- to- there are Klansmen in every part of, you know what? I'll say there are Klansmen in every part of the government. And that may not be literal people who have sworn their allegiance to the Ku Klux Klan, but there are people who believe in those same things in every part of the government. I was going to say there are much more organized and larger groups of white supremacists that are active in this country now that are not the Klan. And we could go down that road and really get into it, but it's really, that would really sort of fuck up my Saturday and I don't want to do it. Well, I just Um, hate the idea that people think there's the Klan and then there's everyone else in the world. And then there's not people. right? Right. Those are one and the same thing. Like they're the the clan is clan like beliefs and people are dispersed all throughout all parts of our country. And I think it's worth mentioning also that they are I consider them far right Christian extremists. Right. They're far right Christian terrorists. Yeah. The clan says prayer rituals around a burning cross yelling out Bible verses that they believe tells them that this is the right thing to do. They are an extremist Christian group, yet all Christians are not hated because of the KKK's existence. Um, So that's just a side note that um, the way that we, that people in this country hate Muslims. Christianity band. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Um, But so back to Ahmad, you know, this is, I'm, happy that these guys were arrested it's wild that the police had this video the entire time and wouldn't do anything about it um until people saw it and freaked out and the whole world you know it was it was the top story on national news um for the last few days and it just goes to show that like white supremacy and the murder and abuse of black bodies will continue on insidiously and in secret. And if this video had never come out, we would have never heard of this. Nope. He would just be dead. He would just be dead. They would be walking free in Georgia. His family wouldn't know, would not have any justice. They'd know who probably did it because there's witnesses. Side note, you mentioned three people. So true. There's whoever, oh, the, yeah. whoever the person is that's filming this, um, yeah. who who looked like he was in the car. There's a one point where it looks like he steps out of the car. Um, yeah. So William that person Bryan, be, I believe. What is it? Uh, William Bryan. Okay, yeah. I, think I that's believe right. is, is the third man's name who was in the car and recorded 
all of it. Just sat there and recorded. Didn't say a fucking word. I was going to say, so like, right, no gasping, no, oh my God, yeah. someone oh, call yeah. the police. There's gunshots. Like, yeah. um, he, he, it seems like he knew what was going to happen here. And if he did, uh, to me, I'm not a criminal lawyer, but to me, that makes him a co-conspirator or, a, you know, uh, an accessory. Yeah. Um, yeah. yeah, he's and just he, as guilty. He, and what, what blows my mind is he wasn't ashamed of the recording. Right. They, when the police came, he sat with an officer in his truck and they watched it together. So what I suspect, <clears throat> what I suspect happened here is that these guys truly did think that Ahmad was this person that was breaking into homes because they're racist and they have biases toward black people. They cannot tell us apart. Um, they assumed the person breaking into homes was black. If he was, then they assumed Ahmad was him because he was also black, which that's not how that works. Um, they armed themselves. They went to go stop him. I truly believe that. I don't think that if someone is going to go murder someone else, they would call 911 ahead of time. So I don't necessarily think that they set out to murder him, but they set out to break a number of laws, right? Like mm -hmm. you can't, just brandish a weapon in someone's face. That's illegal. You can't do that. Um, you can't run your car up against someone and cut them off in the middle of the street. That's illegal. That's also, they, all these, these crimes that they're doing are illegal. You have to, in order to make a citizen's arrest, you have to have witnessed a crime taking place. He was just jogging down the, in the street. So they're, they're, they're using the citizen's arrest law illegally as well. So they're breaking a number of laws. I think when they pulled up to him, they expected him to just drop to the ground mm -hmm. and he didn't, you know, he did what I would do when someone comes up to randomly comes up to me with a gun, which is like, get that out of my face. And he goes to grab it. And then that's when the fight starts. And then he gets shot a couple seconds later. Um, he has every right to do that. Ahmad has every right to do that. And they had, they went there knowing that if this went down, they're happy to kill this guy. Mm -hmm. You know, if he doesn't listen to us, we're happy to kill him. If he doesn't listen to us, if he doesn't oh, yeah, do what they're, we they're making a say, it's just so wild to think white people view black people as like their children almost, oh, yeah, yeah, but yeah. not he in a loving obey way. My command. It, or I should say their livestock, right. their, their dogs. If you don't do what I say, I'll kill you. So, but like, listen how fucked up you have to be, right? Like, so what you just said, April, he dude recorded it, got there. And I assume he was recording this thinking this that shit that happened with George Zimmerman. That's not going to happen with us. We're going to show people what happened here and show the way these animals respond when you you are just trying to question to protect your neighborhood. You know, that's probably what they're thinking. Right. Mm -hmm. um, the audacity of having just murdered someone and and having filmed it when the cops are up, the audacity to sit with them and say, well, look, now see this. Look here. Look what I did. I did a good thing mm -hmm. by recording this. Yep. To think that that's how that should have gone. And that's how shows. it did go for 70-some days. Right, right. That just shows the the lack of va any value toward Black lives. There just isn't any value. Um, it's like he's not, Ahmad was not a real human being worth caring about his outcome. It was just, okay, well, look, we got this on tape. He fought us, you see. I got into a fight with literally someone. It was on social media the other day that was saying that I don't understand. I thought you watched the video. Like he, these two, these guys are just trying to defend themselves. It's like we were afraid for our lives when we tracked a man down, brought our shotguns, loaded them, 
and pointed them at him. We were afraid for our lives in that moment when he refused to do exactly what we said. And depending How? on the jury, I mean, that's what that's what George Zimmerman said, April. And he, I just worked. feel like I. How do okay? Like, sorry if I'm being dramatic, but like, how am I supposed to like go do another day in life? Right, just go to work now. Yeah, let me just go and like file my taxes and just be an upstanding citizen. When these are the people we live with, that's something I want people to keep in mind as they're listening. So we this as much as it hurt you. Um, I'm talking to our white listeners. As much as it hurt you to watch this video as much as you cried and it hurt your stomach and you had to look away think about how black people feel watching that video and knowing not only is this person being murdered just because he's black it's likely that these two, these three people that did this aren't going to get in trouble for it it took 74 days for them to even get arrested and it's because someone i believe a lawyer who had this as part of evidence was like, uh, I have to leak this to the press because no one has seen this. And if people see this, it's going to change the game. And so he did, rightfully, and then they were arrested. Black people are thinking this whole time, they're not going to be, nothing's going to come from this. You know, his family's thinking for 74 days, why haven't these people been arrested yet? Oh my gosh, Ahmad's birthday is was, you know, yesterday. Friday, they're celebrating, yeah. this guy would have turned 26. Like, his life was just starting. And so you know, think about the black people in your life that are watching this and how it affects us. And just keep that in mind when you're, um, when you're (laughs) expressing how this just ruined your day and you can't possibly go on and what's wrong with America. Fine to say that, but just keep in mind perspective of how other people might, um, view this. Also keep that in mind when you're, you're, uh, running your, 2.23 2.23 miles um if people are still doing that people were running um doing runs and walks uh 2.23 miles um to note the to commemorate the day of uh Ahmad's killing of his murder um so they the hashtag I run with with mod was was shared like thousands February, of times February 23rd yeah. February yeah 223 February 23rd so people were running 2.23 miles um that's great love support, you know, spread the word, make sure your friends and family know where you, where your views lie with this. But like, don't stop there. You running doesn't help anyone. Like, I guess, sorry if that's a little harsh, but like, if that's all you're doing, don't pat yourself on the back because that's not enough. A hashtag is not solving a problem. People need your time and energy and resources and dedication to ending white supremacy in this country. And a run is not going to get us there. So it, the support and the show of support and the, the way that the word can spread through hashtags and social media is amazing, but that's not good enough. So I caution people to not get hung up on those types of things and say, okay, I did that. What's next? I would even say there, what you're doing with the running and the hashtags, it's necessary, but it's not sufficient. Right. So it's, yeah, that's, that's a, it is a, yeah, 
it is so hard to see. And so, and I was so heartened to see everyone participating in it, but it's like, all right, so then you just go to the next news story. Right. You can run another race for the next black person who's shot, like, because it's going to happen again and, and probably has happened multiple times since Ahmad. If you need, so I'm going to put us out there for this. So I am largely the one who runs our um, social media for this podcast. So if you need resources, first look on your own. Look in your area where you can donate, where you can uh, volunteer your time, where you can, what groups you can join, what they're sort of, what you can do right now from your living room for COVID during, you know, for lockdown during COVID. Um, if you can't find anything, send us a message and we'll put you in touch with people. Um, I won't judge you if you can't find anything, but it's hard for me to, it will be hard for me to understand not being able to find any way that you can contribute um, in a substantive way, aside from running and posting a hashtag, which again is necessary and helpful, but definitely not sufficient to make sure that this doesn't keep happening and to make sure that when it does happen, justice is served. This episode of Black Anne was produced by us, April and Jonathan Perkins. It was edited by me, and our music is by Fifth Child. You can find more of his work at fifthchildmusic.com. That's number five, fifthchildmusic.com. You can find Black Anne wherever you listen to podcasts. If you like what you heard today, please feel free to rate, review, and subscribe to the show. Also, be sure to tell your friends. And until next time, be mindful, be vigilant, and and keep keep asking asking questions. questions.